Manisha, today sees the release of uh, the Reserve Bank's leading indicator data. What does this data tell us and why should we be looking out for this? Yeah, so firstly, as the name entails, it's a leading indicator for economic growth and it's a measure used by the Reserve Bank to ascertain where growth risks lie and what in essence the growth trajectory actually is. So we've seen this index rising to a 17-month high and when we just have a quick delve into what has driven this increase, it's mainly been the commodity price index for export commodities And that no doubt reflects the windfall that stronger prices are having on the local economy. But on a more broader basis, the index is also coming off a really low base, and and we should actually consider it in that context. What it does suggest um, is that the growth outlook for 2017 is perhaps a little bit more upbeat than it was last year. But, you know, whether we've got growth of around 1% penciled in for this year compared to the particularly weak 0.4% last year, it's still just a matter of semantics. It still points to a very subdued economic environment and the need for growth-enhancing reforms to be jump-started. And then, Manisha, um, also rather busy on the global front today, the release of PMI data out of the developed markets. Yes, so we've increasingly, uh, we've seen signs of economic resilience amongst the G4 nations and the PMI data is one set of data that provides a forward-looking perspective on the growth outlook. For the benefit of those listeners who perhaps aren't familiar with the PMI, it's essentially a business survey and it incorporates, for instance, the amount of new orders businesses are receiving, how much they're producing, inflation dynamics, and also their expectations for future business prospects. And we saw in our data overnight that Japan's manufacturing PMI has stayed above 50 for a few months now uh, to signal an expansion in operating activity, while later in today we'll get PMI data out of Germany and the Eurozone as a whole. And, of course, later in the U.S. session we've got PMI data conducted by a firm called Market. And these indices, on balance, they've risen quite notably since around Q3 last year. And then uh, last year we spoke a lot about economic uh, growth mm-hmm. forecast and, you know, not too great. So what does the 2017 global growth outlook look like? It's still a rather precarious outlook. Um, you know, 2017 is shaping up to be a very uh, or particularly eventful year with many, many risk events to keep an eye on, uh, which could derail this positive momentum that we're seeing at the start of the year. Um, In particular, I think Donald Trump's policies and his increasingly protectionist stance is a serious headwind for global growth, given just how large the U.S. economy is. The U.K., of course, on on course to trigger Article 50 to formally depart the European Union, and we know that Prime Minister May has signaled that it will be a hard, clean-cut departure from the Union. And in the euro area itself, there is the risk of political uncertainty dampening investor sentiment there. While French elections wouldn't ordinarily draw a lot of attention, it does, uh, given increasing popularity of right-wing parties and growing support for Marine Le Pen and her National Front Party, and that which could possibly herald a shake-up of the political system. So 
All in all, the global growth outlook, while indications have been positive at the start of the year, there are various events to keep an eye on going forward.